Hello, this is Gary from VR Roundtable, and this podcast is the audio from an episode of our Deep Dive series of videos on our YouTube channel, which can be found at youtube.com forward slash VR Roundtable. Thanks for listening. Hey everybody, this is Anthony from VR Roundtable, and I would like to welcome you to a new video series that we're going to be having here at VR Roundtable. This is episode one of VR Roundtable Deep Dives. Okay, so what is VR Roundtable Deep Dives? Well, VR Roundtable Deep Dives is where me, Steve, or Gary will take a particular virtual reality topic that we're very interested in, we're very passionate about, or something that's just going on in the news. And we will take a deeper look at that topic. When we do our weekly video game, when we do our weekly VR Roundtable podcast, we don't have enough time to really get super deep into any one topic because we're trying to cover a bunch of different news stories and we're trying to take a look at the different games and experiences that we've been playing um, over the last week or so. And so we don't really have a lot of time to get super deep into any one particular subject. And so VR Roundtable Deep Dives allows each of us to pick a particular subject that we're really passionate about and maybe go a little bit deeper, maybe take a little bit of a closer look at a particular issue that is going on in the VR gaming landscape. And so for this first episode of Deep Dives, what I want to talk about is I want to talk about PlayStation VR tracking. PlayStation VR tracking is the current tracking, is the current controller situation with PlayStation VR. Is it a situation where we can continue with the current kind of controllers and the current kind of tracking that we have? Or is Sony in a situation where they must come out with some type of improved motion controller and an improved camera and tracking system? And this is something that you'll hear debated about quite a bit on the PlayStation VR subreddit. I don't know how many times I go to the PlayStation VR subreddit and somebody is talking about Sony needs new motion controllers. These controllers suck. The the tracking is no good. Sony needs to come out with a new camera. We need to have two cameras. We need to have new controllers. What about the Move Navigation controller? Why doesn't Sony come out with the Move Navigation controller? Why doesn't Sony come out with a new move controller, but add a directional pad to it so that there's a little D-pad here as well? These are the arguments that I continue to hear over and over and over again. So I asked myself and I thought, I thought, well, let's take a look at this situation here. First of all, what do we have right now? And is it really that bad? Does Sony really need to come out with a completely new system right now without before we even get to PlayStation 5, before we get to PSVR 2, do they need to come out with something right now or in the very near future? Is the is this current tracking and controller situation, is this going to hold the PlayStation VR back? Is this going to stunt the growth 
of PlayStation VR? And that's really the question that we're going to answer today. Well, that I'm going to try to answer with this particular deep dive. Okay, so we have to go back to the beginning with this topic. And when we think about the control situation that Sony decided to roll with for PlayStation VR, one of the things that we have to understand is that Sony was trying to do the best that they could possibly do in terms of putting a package together for $499. The bundle that they have available that includes two Move controllers, it includes the PS4 camera, and it includes a headset, and it also includes a game, either Rush of Blood or uh, PlayStation VR Worlds. Those are the bundles that are out there. And Sony really tried to do the best that they could do in terms of putting a package together for $499 for 500 bucks to put this whole thing together where someone can have a headset, they can have a camera, they can have two motion controls, and of course we already have a DualShock 4 because it does require a PlayStation 4 or a PlayStation Pro. So Sony knows that you have a DualShock 4, but what they're giving you in the bundle is they're giving you the two motion controls, they're giving you the camera, and they're giving you the headset, and they're giving you a piece of VR software, Rush of Blood or PlayStation VR Worlds. And when they decided to bring this system out and they decided to price it at that price and the whole decision-making process that goes in with that, I really feel like price was a huge, huge factor. So the first thing that you have to understand is they came in at $499 with this bundle, $499, 500 bucks for the PlayStation VR bundle. And at this very high price already, they went with the old Move controllers and they went with a a visual tracking system based on light. Just ask yourself, if they were to come out with something that much more significant than these motion controllers that we have right now, if they were to come out with something much more advanced with a better camera, well, they already were at the $500 price point. Now you're talking $600 or possibly $650 or $700. I mean, who knows? How high up the ladder do you want to go when you talk about the different kind of motion controller that you can have and the different kind of tracking system that you can have? So I think we have to take into consideration that price was a major factor. And I feel like Sony they didn't say, you know what, let's include an old ancient technology that really isn't very advanced with our brand new VR system because you know what, I don't know, we like it. We have so many millions of these things sitting in the warehouse, um, collecting dust, not doing anything for us. This is a great way that we can sell off our extra 20 million uh, move controllers that are just sitting in the warehouse. There's a lot of people that have that... Um, conspiracy theory that Sony just wanted to get rid of these damn things. And so they thought, hey, this works kind of good. We we already have a PlayStation 4 camera. So, you know, we're halfway there. Let's go ahead and do that. No, the, the decision that was made was we have to squeeze this thing in at 500 bucks. 500 bucks has to be the maximum. 
there are plenty of people out there that do not have the PlayStation 4 camera. There's plenty plenty of people out there that don't have any PlayStation Move controllers left over. They had to have a bundle that included everything, that provided the Move controllers, that provided the camera, and it also provides some software. And so that's what they put together in the package, and that was still 500 bucks. Would they have liked to have been lower than 500 bucks? Absolutely. They would love to be at 399 and have the the headset by itself be 299. I'm sure that's what they would have loved to have had had the situation be. But they were unable to do that. They had to price it at 499 for the bundle, 400, 399 for just the headset. And that's the package that that they went with and that's why we ended up with the controllers that we ended up with. So what people will say now is like, okay, yeah, that, that explains why we have these controllers, but that doesn't necessarily mean that Sony can't potentially offer some new and improved controller. I mean, what's to say that Sony couldn't this Christmas offer the, the uh, Move Plus? Remember Wii Motion Control Plus? Nintendo offered a new and improved Wii Motion Control when they came out with Wii Sports 2. Why wouldn't they offer a new and improved Move controller? Why not do that? And the reality of it is, first of all, PlayStation VR on its own is a peripheral. It's a peripheral to the PlayStation 4 because you don't necessarily have to have the Move controllers. You could buy the PlayStation VR headset a la carte just by itself and you have your DualShock 4 and there are a lot of VR games that work perfectly fine in this situation. For example, you could play Resident Evil 7, one of the most popular virtual reality games there are. Dirt Rally VR, a brand new game that has come out recently for PlayStation VR. Everybody is talking about Dirt Rally VR. Everybody is into Dirt Rally VR. It uses a regular controller. So the two most popular PlayStation VR games right now, as I'm recording this video, Resident Evil 7 and Dirt Rally VR, they both work perfectly fine with a DualShock 4 controller. So not everybody has the Move controllers. So these are kind of a peripheral to a peripheral. Okay, so if you follow me with that, now if we come out with new Move controllers, you're talking about a subset of a subset of a subset of people that are guaranteed to have these new controllers. And so you really want to try to convince all the developers out there, hey, why not... You, you, not only do you have to make a PlayStation VR game that works with the PS4, takes advantage of the PS4 Pro, and then also works with the Move controllers that we have, but guess what? We want you to also make it work really good with these new Move controllers that we have that a tiny subset of the rest of the people have. Personally, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, every day I see a post on Reddit talking about, will Sony give us some new move controllers? And every day I think to myself, no, it's not going to happen. I'm sorry to bring, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news because it's not going to happen. We are not going to get 
a new tracking system, or new motion controllers until the PlayStation 5 and PSVR 2 arrive. Now, I personally, I personally believe, and this is only my opinion, but I personally believe that November of 2019 will see the arrival of PlayStation 5, and we also will get the arrival of PlayStation VR 2. It will be a new headset, it will be wireless, and it will also feature a higher resolution. There will be two screens instead of one screen, so you'll have a legitimate IPD adjustment, and of course, the PlayStation 5 will be a much more power pack system that will probably have a processor in it designed specifically to really enhance VR. And I see all of this happening November 2019. Now, unfortunately, we have quite a while to, to wait and it is gonna be a long wait. And the question is, is it gonna be a painful wait? Do we really need new tracking with these things? And I'm gonna argue that we don't necessarily need new tracking with these things. First of all, I will say this. You see a lot of complaints out there of people saying the tracking sucks, it's no good, you know, I'm, it's always wobbling and all this stuff. Well, here's the deal, guys. What you wanna do is you wanna be about five and a half feet to six feet away from your camera. You want your camera to be at the same height as wherever your headset is. So if you're standing up, you want your camera to be considerably higher. If you're sitting down, you want your camera to be on a level surface, five and a half to six feet away from where your headset is. If you do that, and if you don't have mirrors and you don't have reflective surfaces all, the, all over the place, then you're probably gonna get a high quality tracking experience because I've had no problems. I have lights all over this room. I have lights all over the place and it doesn't cause any problems for me. Now, I don't have any mirrors in this room. I do have a large surface that is white that is somewhat reflective, but it doesn't seem to cause any problems. I have Tumble VR and it uses one move controller and you're moving it around and you're picking up blocks. I have a Let's Play of this actually right now on my channel. So go to the Let's Play, check it out. You will see me playing with one move controller and it works absolutely flawlessly. The tracking is pinpoint the tracking is accurate it works great i've also done another let's play where i'm playing harmonics music vr and i'm doing the easel and i'm drawing stuff kind of like tilt brush the tracking is absolutely flawless it's pinpoint i don't have any problems okay i've played rush of blood it uses two of these tracks great i've played hollow ball i only use one when i play hollow ball tracks perfectly fine same thing with the DualShock 4. Now here's the thing, if you move your move controllers up here and you end up blocking your headset lights, that's when you'll get into a problem. But if you have your move controllers down underneath your head and you move them around in this area, you're pretty much okay. Okay, so the next big argument that you get into is, well, that's fine and all. Yeah, they, they track okay, but what about locomotion? We do not have thumbstick locomotion. And people will say, well, the problem with this is that's why Resident Evil 7 doesn't use motion controllers. It uses a DualShock 4, and the reason it uses a DualShock 4 is because that is where a thumbstick is. And so you can use the thumbstick to go forward, go back, and use B 
basically what's known as um, artificial locomotion, where you're artificially moving. Now, my answer to this is that, you know what, there are ways around this problem, okay? So we have these move controllers here, and here's my suggestion to any developer that could possibly be watching this. I truly believe, if you look at the buttons, okay, so you're using two different move controllers. You have the triggers, so that's two buttons there. You have these, you have five face buttons here, that's 10. Okay, so we're talking 12 buttons now. You have the power button, which would be 14 if we add that as well. You got these two side buttons on each side, so that's what, 18 different buttons? There's 18 buttons on these controllers if you have two of them. Now my suggestion is what you do is whichever dominant hand is your dominant hand, you sacrifice two buttons. Okay, two buttons are gonna be sacrificed to locomotion. Triangle is move forward, circle is move backwards. And then all you have to do is you simply point your move controller in whatever direction you wanna travel and you hit triangle. If you wanna go in reverse, you hit circle. Is this that hard? I mean, is this rocket science? I don't see how this is rocket science. The other thing too is what you could do like you could have your arm out and so if, if I point now you can't see my arms down here but if I basically have my arms at my side and I'm pointing in a certain direction and I hit triangle it moves really slowly. If I bring my arm up it moves faster and faster and faster so you can basically control your speed you can control your direction and it could work perfectly fine with everyday move controllers. Now it does sacrifice two buttons, but I don't think that's the end of the world. So I personally believe there are ways around this problem. Now some people will say, okay, well that sounds great, your idea of triangle and circle, but what happens when you're turned around? You, somehow you end up turned around and you're blocking your controller and the occlusion is a problem, it's blocked. The PlayStation 4 does not know where the move controller is at that point, and then what happens? It completely breaks down. Well, my theory is this, is that you will not get blocked that much of the time. Developers will have to design their games in such a way where they always tend to kind of bring you back towards the camera in some way, shape, or form. Okay. Then the other thing is, is they need to have some type of algorithm a predictive algorithm based on where the lights are of your headset, um, your headset, your HMD, where the lights are of possibly the other controller based on the last known position of your move controller. It tries to predict where your move controller is in 3D space. Now, will it always be perfect? No, every once in a while you will block it and it will be a little bit off track. But this is what we're going to have to deal with, guys. We're going to have to make the best of this situation. I personally do not believe that new move controllers are coming and a new tracking system. The only way I can potentially see that happening is if PlayStation 5 is a lot farther away than November 2019. PSVR 2 would have to be farther away than November 2019. But personally, I don't believe that to be the case. I believe Sony has a very clear plan, a very clear strategy. 
They launched PlayStation VR 1, the first version, October 2016. November of 2019 is more than three years later. It will be time for a refresh in the headset. It will be time for improvements. And I think the biggest improvement they can make is a better resolution screen, possibly a, a higher refresh on the screen, maybe two individual screens so you actually get legitimate IPD adjustments and also wireless so we don't have the wires ripping us around and, and causing problems as well. That's what I think is going to happen. November 2019, PSVR 2, PlayStation 5 launching on the same day. It's going to be a very expensive day, but it's going to be a very glorious day because I'm sure there's going to be some really good VR games that will be released right alongside it. And I don't think we're going to get any kind of new move controllers. I think we're going to have to deal with what we have. We're going to have to make the best of what we have. And quite honestly, we have a good situation right now. I say play Tumble VR, play Harmonix Music VR, play the Easel. You can see that the move tracking is very good. And developers will figure out other types of ways. My suggestion is triangle, circle. You sacrifice two buttons on the dominant hand controller, you aim it whichever direction, you push your triangle, you move forward, you push your circle, you go backwards. So if I want to go that way, I can simply aim this like this, hit circle, and I'm going back that way. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't think this is the end of the world. I think we can figure this out, and I think we can still have great experiences with the current move controllers that we have now, and also, of course, the DualShock 4. So anyway, guys, this has been a quick little um, deep dive into what I think about PlayStation VR tracking. Do we absolutely need, is it an emergency situation, this PlayStation VR tracking? Do we need to do something about this tracking right now? Or is it going to be good enough to hold us over until PlayStation VR 2 and PlayStation 5? And I say we'll be okay. I say developers will figure it out everything will be fine so please stop with the threads stop with the threads because i see them every day and i'm not going to reply to any more of these threads because sometimes i get in there and i start yapping my gums and then people get pissed off and that can happen as well so anyway what did you guys think about this video do you like these videos is it cool is it is it okay leave a comment uh, like the video and uh, subscribe of course to our channel and we'll have more PlayStation, uh, we'll have more VR Roundtable deep dives. So I'll see you guys next time. Take it easy. Later.